be watching uh today on the blaze you'll see that i'm in my in my hoodie you know because i'm one with the street and uh it's the uh stf logo which is sick twisted freak which is of course my rap label everybody knows about it. everybody's been talking about it and uh who comes in somebody who claims to hate rap more than me uh which i don't think is possible and he's now number one in the world you know, not not just for rap, for all music, number one on iTunes in the world. <sighs> a guy who is is not down with the streets like I am, but I'll call him, you know, my homie, like I call Patrick, you know, when we're hanging out together in the in the neighborhood. Really, I like to call it the hood. Uh, but uh, my homes, Ben Shapiro, in 60 seconds. Imagine if you had the opportunity to save tens of thousands of dollars over the course of, say, you know, your mortgage. Think about that for a second. What could you do with that extra money? What would you do with it? There's not much of a question. Uh, It would make some things a little better, wouldn't it? You could be paying off high interest debts, like the kind you get from using credit cards. We all have those. How's your doing? I mean, how's it? What is the rate? Let's see who has the highest rate. I'd love to hear that. Who has the highest rate? They're up to 35% now. Come on, I want to be number one. Well, if you don't want to play that game anymore, great news in the market for homeowners now. Interest rates have dropped. They're now in the fives, a lot lower than they were last year. If you've been buried in high-interest credit card debt, now's the time to break free, and American Financing can help you access that cash in your home and pay off that high-interest debt. Last year, they helped people on this show, people, listeners just like you, save an average of $854 a month. It's like giving yourself a $10,000 raise. Might be more. Call them. Find out. American Financing, 800-906-2440. American Financing, 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS, 1823-34. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. APR for the rates in the five starts at 6.275% for well-qualified buyers. Call 800-906-2440 for details about credit costs and terms. I believe I can say rap legend, Ben Shapiro. Welcome to the program, Ben. How are you? Yo, yo, yo. Sup, Holmes? Hey, I would respond, but I'm a little uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> how you doing, man? Uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. There, there have been crazy. so many iterations of my art over time. Yeah. You know, from playing classical yeah. violin now to this. And I, it's, there, there's just so many genres I've yet to explore. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to explore all of them. <laughs> what are you going to do next? Uh, heavy metal. Really? <laughs> See, while you're they're, they're were just... you while you're dabbling in this kind of stuff, I'm new, learning new languages. I I'm learning currently, mm. which is like rap legend Ben Shapiro. I just said that, and the people who speak that language know it. But anyway, yeah, uh, no, I mean, some of us are it's serious. It's amazing. It, it, listen, it's it's just a it's a testament to the magic of my <laughs> magnetic personality, yeah. my insane levels of riz, as they say, as the kids yeah. say. The yeah, 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 yeah. You know, everyone, everyone can't get off the the rap train now. It's, it's right. not sensation, right. and we will not be we will not be denied that number one status on Billboard number one. Even Billboard That's is now admitting, crazy. by the way, that we're probably going to make the uh, digital song downloads number one this week, uh, just in time for the Grammys. 
So <laughs> I can only hope that uh, I can only hope that next year we oh. get serious consideration for a Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, that is <laughs> so funny. Will you it's, be showing uh, your nipples on that if you do uh, get into the halftime show? I'm going to go no on that. Okay. Go no. I, I think that <laughs> there's only, there's you. Only, some, something has to be left to the imagination. Yeah. You leave them wanting yeah. more. That's really the message. Yeah. So I'm I'm wearing my uh, I'm wearing my hoodie today because you know you were wearing your hoodie in the video and uh, uh, and you and you look good. Whenever I see you in a, you you look you pull it. I put the hoodie on and I either look like Kenny or I look like the Emperor uh, from Star Wars. I cannot make it. I don't. It's strange, but I can't make it cool, Ben. It's very strange. Um, yeah, well, you know, I, I didn't know that I could do it either. So the way that happened is that we were, we were just filming that, that portion of the rap, yeah. and I looked around, and I was dressed as I normally do, yeah. as, a, as a dork. And, uh, and I said, do we have a hoodie in the office? And, like, actually we do. Somewhere in the back here we have, like, a fax hoodie that we once marketed. And I was like, bring it out. And, uh, and well, that's yeah, said that. So now, cool. the most thought out. piece of, of drip that is, that is possible on planet Earth right now. We have sold more of those hoodies. And it's basically funding my entire, my entire mortgage at this point. That's so funny. Uh, hang on just a sec. Let's play a little bit of the uh, rap. Let's look at the stats. I've got the facts. My money like lizard. My pockets are fat. Homie, I'm epic. Don't be a whap. Dog, it's a yamaka. Homie, no cap. Look at the graphs. Look at my charts. You're blowing money on strippers and cars. You go into prison. I'm on television. Dog, no one knows who you are. So funny, so funny. Uh, uh, the, the, the pure, the, the, the joy that my art brings to others is really the reason I'm in the game. <laughs> uh, so Ben, let's uh, change the subject here for a second. What is the biggest threat to our country right now? Um, I think the biggest threat to our country is that there is a widespread conspiracy theory that's held on virtually every side of the aisle, which is that success in a in a free market, free system is somehow emblematic of exploitation. You see it mostly on the left is basically what DEI is, is the theory that the powerful in society control everyone else and that you can tell who the powerful are by their, by their success and then you can group them by race. And so DEI basically says that if you're a white male, you're on the top of the power hierarchy, you're unfairly exploiting others and therefore you need to be brought low. That tends to cross streams with, with anti-Semitism, obviously, because once you start talking about groups that are disproportionately successful in the United States, you get into Asians, you get into Jews, it gets into really ugly territory. But I, I also see some elements of this on, on sort of the far right, this idea that everything is a conspiracy, everything is a group of elites who are seeking to keep you under, under the boot, and success is therefore belonging to this elite cadre of people. Now, that doesn't mean there aren't institutions that aren't run by people who really do have your worst interests at heart. I mean, the media are run by people who do not agree with your vision of America, the universities. But we're talking just broadly speaking, the implication that success is unachievable in a free market society or in a free speech society, that is enervating to the American public. It, it leads us to see each other as enemies. It's really ugly. It's destroying us domestically. I think it's destroying us in terms of foreign policy as well. So it's, so, it's that sort of, it's that ideology, I think. So I, I tell you, I, I don't know exactly what you're pulling from, but there's a couple of things uh, like this, this horrible ruling uh, I think about Elon Musk and the attacks on Elon Musk. They're trying to destroy him, but that's because he doesn't agree with policy. I have no problem with people making money and being successful. Um, my my problem is with the elites that are. It's not a conspiracy. We know who they are. The uh, World Economic Forum and all of the leaders around the world that are are saying things like we got to ban meat. 
uh, we have to, you know, we have to uh, uh, take control of private property and we have to do public-private partnerships. I mean, those people, that's not a conspiracy, is it? No, I agree with that. And, and so that's why I was distinguishing between institutions that are absolutely doing that, and they're saying it openly. Yes. I, I, I distinguish between sort of the conspiracy theories and the actual just people who are saying the thing. Right. The WEF is not hiding the ball. They're saying exactly what they want to do, and they're right. doing it out loud, and they say that they control certain businesses, they control governments. And again, they're doing it right out in the open. That's why it's always weird to me when people say that the right is so focused on this WF conspiracy. It's like, that's not a conspiracy when you just say the thing. Um, but that's a little bit different than a sort of, I think, internalized sense that we're getting from a lot of Americans on all sides of the political aisle that success is not possible in the United States, uh, which I don't think is reality. I think success is possible. I think there can be institutional obstacles to that success that are largely discriminatory. Um, but yeah, again, this is an amazing country. And I think that it's worthwhile for us to remember just how amazing this country was and what makes it amazing is the fact that we have a shared set, or we used to at least have a shared set of Judeo-Christian values and free market principles that, that have created the largest commercial republic in the history of mankind, most powerful military in the history of mankind, and most, the most powerful spreader of morality and decency in the history of mankind. And like we, we are all part of that project. There are obstacles to that project, but those are not insuperable. And I think telling people that they're in it, that they, they will lose, that whatever is the next thing that happens politically will cause them to be cast into the outer darkness forever. I, I'm not a big fan of catastrophism in, the, in this country. I just I, I don't think that when we say that the next election is, is the last election, I don't believe that. I think it's really, really important. But I think it's also more important to build up from the local level. And I, I prefer that we all start to focus on that as opposed to sort of the, the catastrophic thinking that if the next election doesn't go the way we want, then civil war is going to break out or something. Now, I mean, as America's leading catastrophist, uh, <laughs> I do feel like that was a little pointed. I don't mean it to be. I okay. mean, I, it, it really is not about it, it, it really is not about, you know, the idea that that there aren't serious threats lurking around the corner. But yeah. I think that it's easy, and not, not just lurking, like here. I mean, listen, yeah. we're living in a country where, where a significant percent of the, of the population doesn't know the difference between male and female. I mean, that's, right. a, that's a serious crisis that is present right in front of us. We're in a country where, again, a significant percentage of the population believes that free market capitalism is actually evil and wrong. It needs to be curbed. That's a serious crisis right in front of us. I guess the point that I'm making is that in our personal lives, in our daily interactions, the things that we should be focused on are what can bring us success. Yes. And I think that we can we can fight the crises that are political at the same time that we build success from the local level. And what I prefer conservatives to do is do both at the same time. We can walk and we can chew gum. And I think there's been a lot of focus that's been poured into, you know, the, the crises that face us. And, yeah, those are crises that we have to fight because otherwise we won't be able to do the things on a personal level we want to do. But, you know, I, what I'm seeing right now is people feeling enervated about things like getting married, people feeling yes. enervated about things like, getting a job, yeah. or if I work hard, will I succeed? And we have to keep saying to people over and over that if you work hard, you will succeed. And we are going to make sure that nobody stops you from succeeding if you right. work hard and make the right decisions. Okay, I understand. I understand what you're saying there. Um, I, I'm surprised that you picked that. I'm glad you did, because I hadn't thought of it the way you're thinking. Um, but I, I would say most people right now would say biggest thing that is the biggest problem we have to address quickly is the border. Yes. I mean, on a political level, absolutely the border. On a political level, 100% the border. You know, when we're talking about the crises that face us right now, I think this is the crisis that's going to define not just this year, but maybe this generation. Yes. Not just in, on America's southern border, but all over the world. Is this mass migration of peoples from 
areas that are not particularly friendly to Western values into places in the West is obviously breaking politics in, in Europe. But in the United States, this idea that we can have an open border that is being openly pursued by Joe Biden. I mean, there's just no question that Joe Biden has crafted the policy that is specifically designed to keep our borders open. I was just down on the border and I was talking with Brandon Judd, who's head of the Border Patrol Union, and he was he was showing me the border. I mean, we went 25 miles without seeing a single Border Patrol agent. And that was in an area that did not have border gate. I mean, that did not have border wall. That was on the Native American reservation in Arizona. And I mean, that place is so unoccupied by Border Patrol that when we sat there at night and we looked out the window of the car, there's a drone flying over us, monitoring us. I assumed that it was an American drone. It was not. It was a Mexican drug cartel drone that Jeez. was monitoring our car because and it was on American territory. And I, I asked the Border Patrol agent, why don't you shoot it down? He said we would have to get direct permission from Alejandro Mayorkas directly to shoot that down so as not to create an international incident on the border. So the border, the drug, the drug cartels are in control of the border. They're playing this game that is fully taking advantage of what Joe Biden is doing. So to understand what Biden has done, the basic answer is Joe Biden has now declared that if you say the magic words with regards to asylum, you will be allowed into the country. Not only that, Border Patrol's first duty is to take you at the border and to process you and release you into the interior of the right. United States. So what the, what the drug cartels are doing is they will literally drive up in a truck yards from the border unload a bunch of illegal immigrants. These illegal immigrants will literally walk across the border where we were. There was a sign with a button on it. And if you push the button, it says, push for Border Patrol help, like they're bellboys. And you, would, and you push the button. The Border Patrol all rushes over to do what Joe Biden wants them to do, which is busing and administrative duty. That leaves the border wide open for the actual scary people. Because there are two groups of people, right? There are the people who shouldn't be in here because they don't actually have legal asylum claims. They may be on the welfare system. But they're not necessarily you know, people who are seeking to do violent crime or smuggle drugs or something. And the drug cartels make money from, from coyoteing them up, obviously. But the, the, the drug cartels are making the real money from smuggling fentanyl over the border, from smuggling people with criminal records over the border, terrorists over the border. And Joe Biden is leaving those swaths of the border completely unoccupied so that he can process more people yeah. who are claiming asylum. I mean, it's not a shock that the, the criminals who just beat up the cops in New York the other day they were claiming asylum. I mean, that's right. literally what they said. They said, we are here. We are claiming asylum. They don't have a legit asylum claim. And that is purely on Joe Biden, because under Donald Trump, we had a remain in Mexico policy, which was if you arrived at the border and said, I claim asylum, we'd say, great. Now you wait in Mexico and then we'll adjudicate your case. And then their case would be adjudicated. They wouldn't have an asylum claim and they would have to go back home. Well, that's a pretty good incentive not to show up at our southern border. Joe Biden has done precisely the reverse. Um Ben obviously is with the Daily Wire and he's got a new docu documentary out about his trip to the border and shows you all of these uh, things. And you can watch it on um, uh, on the Daily Wire if you are like me and you are a member of the Daily Wire. Ben, as always, great to talk to you. I appreciate talking to you and uh, and keep the spark alive for the hip hop in your heart. Well, <laughs> I will. Will do. Will do. Thank you so much, Ben Shapiro. Let me tell you about uh, quickly. Uh, if you are want to keep the hip hop spark alive in your heart and want to have the hoodie that you're wearing, yo, where, where yo, would yo. you go to get that? Would it be glenbeckmerch.com? Yeah. Or, okay. Thank you for saying yes. yes. Glenbeckmerch.com. Okay. It's uh, make sure you know it is my hip hop label. Uh, sick twisted freak. Uh, <laughs> But uh, it's a great hoodie, actually. That's a, it is it's a, great a really hoodie. It's, it's a great hoodie. It's now, actually they're just we're just introducing them. Uh, they're the sick, twisted freak. For anybody who is, uh, you know, li a listener, a longtime listener of this program, especially you, know, you recognize sick, twisted freak. Uh, a lot of new listeners are coming in. And they're like, why, why is, is he, he calling me that? <laughs> why is he calling me that? It's a term of endearment. It is. Um, 
you know, I mean, who's listening to this every day except somebody who's just like, I, I, uh, I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, you can get the sweatshirt now. It's available at glenbeckmerch.com. Uh, Jace Medical is our sponsor. It'd be nice if you could always count on having medication you need. But I mean, this is America. When could you do that? You know, that's <laughs> that's for really sophisticated com- uh, countries to be able to have medication on hand all the time. Anyway, this is one reason why you need to have the Jace case on hand. You have to be aware of reality and prepared for a worst case scenario. This is a emergency medication kit that features five essential antibiotics, which treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections, customizable, dozens of add-on medications available. I know, you know, people are like, I, I think we should, it's, you know what the problem is, modernity. Really? Because that gave us antibiotics, and I really don't want to, I don't want to die because I, I scratched my finger while preparing fish. I, I don't. You can get uh, dozens of add-on medications to this for your entire family's need. You can get a year's worth supply for your family. JaceMedical.com. I mean, as much as I loved the medicine of the Civil War and in the Dark Ages, I'm, I'm glad we're here. Enter the promo code PREPARED at uh, checkout for a discount on your order. It's JaceMedical.com. That's J-A-S-E Medical.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Little... You know, I'm uh, I'm a little upset. Not at Ben. I love Ben, but I'm a little upset at uh, Tom McDonald, who's been on this program before, and uh, he's the, you know, he's the weight behind the the Ben Shapiro. And speaking of weight, who's better on weight than me? Really, honestly, you mean higher? Hmm? Yeah, higher. And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, you know, Ben, you really missed the boat here, uh, Tom, by going by going with Ben. And Ben's great and everything, but you miss the legend, okay, that I am. I mean, I I have been doing rap for, well, forever, honestly, since the really? Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah. 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 You, I go you, all the way. Did you precede the Sugar Hill Gang? Uh, no, no I, okay. I was right there with the Sugar Hill Gang. You know, I, I my own interpretation of rap, which... Uh, Tom McDonald... And Ben Shapiro. Facts. Let's look at the stats. I've got the facts. My money like Lizzo. My pockets are fat. Homie, I'm epic. Don't be a wap. Dog. It's a yarmulke, homie. No cap. Look at the graphs. Look at my charts. You're blowing money on strippers in cars, which really doesn't work. You're going to go to prison, and I'm on television. Dog, no one knows who you are. Keep hating on me on the internet, my comment section. All woke Karens. I make racks off compound interest. You all live with your parents. Nikki, take some notes. I just did this for fun. All my people download this. Let's get a billboard number one. I mean, Tom, you could have had it. You could have wow. had it all. You could have had all Gosh, that. What talent. a missed opportunity! Missed there. opportunity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sure, you're number one worldwide, but still, what could you have been? You know, 
What could you have been? What what what's this song doing in other galaxies? Nothing. 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 Zilch. Nothing. Not one Nothing. download. And uh, you know and I know <laughs> universal rights are all the the rage now. Why? Just nobody's broken that barrier yet. You know what 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 rap songs are selling on Pluto? I don't know. You don't know. Uh, but it could have been your song. Your song. Mm. So devastating. Devastating. Devastating, devastating missed opportunity is. there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fascinating uh, cultural. We're in a fascinating cultural moment, aren't we? We, you know, <laughs> nobody really, oh. uh, nobody really notices on the left. Maybe they do. You know, you don't hype your way to number one. That has to be kind of a movement. You know, it's hard to do. That's it has for to sure. be a lot of people, uh, and uh, and gosh darn it. You would think that maybe somebody would go, wow, that's a, that's a that's a lot of people that might disagree with us. You know, it's a, I mean, this is a political song. Uh, it might be worldwide. Hmm, might 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 mean something. Maybe we should take note. Lots of people disagree with us. Maybe we should not jam everything down their throats. Uh, maybe listen to them or round them up. I don't know. I mean, one of the two. You decide. Lights are out, house is quiet, everybody's tucked neatly into their beds, peacefully dreaming as their bodies get the rest they need. Except for you. If this situation sounds familiar, I I bet you really wish it wasn't. There's nothing more frustrating than having to go through your day all blurry-eyed from a lack of sleep the night before. I don't always have troubles sleeping, sometimes I do. But on the nights when I do, I reach for relief factor sleep. You know what happens? I sleep. And then the next day, I wake up feeling refreshed. It's crazy. Just like the regular relief factor that you take for pain, relief factor sleep is 100% drug-free with its blend of natural ingredients. It's designed to promote healthy sleep by reducing anxiety and distress, improving mood, and promoting relaxation. I know from experience it works. It's relief factor sleep. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800, the number four relief. That's 800 for relief Or you can get it at relieffactor.com. That's Relief Factor Sleep at relieffactor.com. Drink big and sleep tight. You too can own Glenn Beck's cool rap hoodie. Actually, just a nice hoodie. You can get it at glennbeckmerch.com. Glennbeckmerch.com. Look as cool as Glenn well, Beck. Well, now let's not, well, let's not, maybe not exaggerate. We have, I think, one of the most shocking stories of the week, and there's a lot of them, was the, the story of the pro-life advocates that were convicted for the FACE Act violation. I've seen the video. They're, they're, not, they're not taunting. They're not stopping anyone. In fact, police went and investigated this because the abortion clinic said, they are harassing. Police came. There was no charges made. Then the Biden administration finds out about it and um, charges them for a violation of the FACE Act for peacefully protesting outside of an abortion facility. And uh, this week, a, a jury in Tennessee uh, convicted them. They're all getting 10 plus years, or that's what they're being told at this point. Thomas More Society is uh, one of the one of the groups that's really behind them and been helping them out legally. 
Um, Steve Crampton is on. And then Paul Vaughn, he's a pro-life activist. He's just been convicted uh, and is possibly going to prison for a very long time. First of all, let me start with you, Paul. How are you feeling? Oh, Glenn, we're doing great. You know, there's a... There's no losing when you're a Christian. They can persecute you and they can beat you, but but Christ is still Christ. He's still on the throne. I so admire what, because I knew that's how you were going to answer, um, because I, I heard you guys after, um, and you're singing praise, and uh, you are the kind of Christian uh, that I want to be and hope to be if I would ever be in your situation. That is hard. You're facing, how old are you, Paul? I'm 56. You're 56. Yep. You could be 66 by the time you get out of prison. Um, it's a remarkable thing, and this is why they have to shut Christians down, because they stand up, they have a spine, and they take it because that's what Christ did. It's amazing. You bet. Uh, Steve. Yep. Steve is the uh, counsel for Thomas More Society. You guys represented them, and you guys are really good at these. Uh, how shocked were you were were you at this case, Glenn? It was uh, a great shock, uh, as you pointed out. We're in the middle of uh, the so-called Bible Belt in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, a jury genuinely of our peers. And yet uh, they didn't take very long under the instructions as the court uh, gave them to find everybody guilty. I mean, our client, Paul Vaughn, in particular, here's what he did. He went back and forth helping the police as a messenger, carrying their instructions and requests to the pro-life group that was down close to the clinic door. And then vice versa, he's bringing the uh, pro-lifers responses back to the police. The police described him as definitely helpful. And yet here he is convicted of uh, conspiracy to violate civil rights, which in itself is a joke because the civil rights that are being violated are the rights of these defendants, not the rights of the uh, abortion clinic workers, as well as the face violation. So, so it's truly it, outrageous. Explain face exactly what you have to do to be in violation. Yeah, FACE is the uh, Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act, passed during the Clinton administration back in 1994, in the day you may recall when Operation Rescue was at its zenith and Christians all across the country were peacefully coming to the clinics and sitting in front of the door. It was a sit-in. And they were only being uh, charged with criminal trespass kind of stuff, would go and spend a couple hours in jail and go home. And uh, Congress, in its wisdom, decided that just wasn't enough punishment. So they enact this federal law that imposes a minimum of a six-month prison term and statutory fines and so forth. Uh, And then you, you come fast forward to today and the Biden administration decides even the six months is not enough. By the way, all of this, Glenn, takes place only after the Dobbs decision in 2022 reverses Roe. And Biden decides to throw everything he's got at the pro-life movement. And so they tag on this conspiracy against rights statute, which has nothing to do with faith 
and manages to add another 10 years and a felony charge against him. If you don't remember Paul, Paul was the guy whose wife was videotaping when they came, you know, early in the morning to his farmhouse uh, and dragged him away. You remember this? They, I mean, it was so shocking to see. Uh, and apparently there was, there was, you know, nothing said about that either. Was there? Did, did anything change with the, with the uh, Justice Department because of that video? Not a thing. No. Go ahead, I Paul. Say nothing, nothing on my side. Nothing that I've been uh, privy to know. And, uh, and, you know, he can't even come up in trial. He can't talk about the way you're arrested, the way the government treated you or anything. So, you know, that's the, the, the scoop on that front. And uh, hopefully when this is all done and through the appeals process, we'll be able to address that. Uh, you know, with the Department of Justice and probably with Congress. So are you still well. hopeful that this will be overturned, Paul and Steve? Well, I'll put it this way. Glenn, I, I'm here for the fight and not, you know, they. I didn't ask for this. I didn't start this. I was obeying the law. I was doing everything I was supposed to do as a citizen of the United States. I was simply exercising my First Amendment rights in the hall and standing up. And let's not miss the injustice to the unborn. So many times, we get caught up in the in the wrestle between the Department of Justice and the pro-lifers or the, this group or that group. But these are literally, you know, humans uh, that these people in the hallway were trying to defend. And uh, and we miss that so many times in our narratives. But but I'm going to fight for them and I'm going to fight against injustice, not because I'm mad at the DOJ, but because it's wrong. And to allow them to continue to do this to other citizens is just an absolute travesty. And Steve, correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember watching the video. There was no yelling, screaming, calling people baby killers. There was no pushing, shoving. They weren't blocking the entrance. They were just on the side of the wall praying, correct? Well, not exactly. Many were along the side of the wall praying, singing hymns, and so forth. But there were a few that actually took up a position in front of the clinic entrance. So there were a handful of folks that arguably violated face to the extent they engaged in physical obstruction. But let me throw something else at you here, Glenn, two things, really. One, on appeal, which, of course, we are certainly going to pursue, we are going to attack and have attacked below uh, unsuccessfully the constitutionality of the FACE Act itself. When it was first enacted, it had its own issues because, really, it targets only non-economic activity, a peaceful sit-in. But the courts kind of hung on and, and said, ah, we think it's close enough to stopping economic activity, that it, it is constitutional under the Commerce Clause of the Constitution, Congress's power there. But now, after Dobbs, abortion is no longer recognized as a federal right. And so you have no real basis, no foundation for Congress to have any interest in enacting a federal law or maintaining a federal law that prohibits access to one business alone, reproductive health facilities. And so we're attacking it on that ground. But the other thing I want to point out is in the enactment of FACE back in the 90s, they had a hard time convincing the uh, conservative Republicans that they ought to do this. So they tagged on sort of a throwaway that it also protects access to uh, religious uh, facilities, right, and the right to worship. Well, guess what? After Dobbs, remember there was this incredible campaign nationwide 
by the folks called Jane's Revenge. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Uh, something about Ruth, too, right? Yeah. They're bombing pregnancy resource clinics, defacing Catholic churches in particular, uh, just ripping and tearing, vandalizing across the country. Those are still going on to the tune of hundreds of facilities. And guess what? You've got a handful, maybe five folks ever prosecuted by this DOJ. And yet they go back years. This event occurred three years ago to find peaceful pro-lifers they can prosecute, but they don't seem to have any interest in going after the pro-abort. So, so there's this whole two-tiered justice system. So I just have to go back. If this verdict came back in Washington, D.C. like this, I would understand. And it why did, do you? Way. That was a few months ago. Right, but why do you think it came? You just said jury of our peers, truly a jury of our peers. What yeah. was it that that turned them? Well, yeah, hard to say, of course. They won't let us uh, interview the, the jurors, but I would say it like this. Folks in the heartland of America still believe in law and order, and you give them very strict, very narrow instructions, as was done here. They're going to follow the law and not allow their conscience and their, you know, the kind of questions that arise, like, what is the purpose behind this? What are we doing to ourselves here? And just sort of uh, follow instructions very, very tightly. And, of course, they weren't allowed to uh, be told that they actually have the power to nullify even a law that's on the books like this. Jury nullification is uh, verboten in these contexts. It is, yeah. uh, it is interesting to me. I, 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 I find that explanation probably the most likely explanation. I was on a mm-hmm. jury, um, really, it was horrible. Uh, and this guy, we all knew he was guilty, but we kept asking the judge and asking the judge to come back in. He's like, only on these things. And yeah. we're like, but that, but what if we only on these things? And we uh, yeah. unfortunately had to uh, vote in a way that a lot of us disagreed with. Mm. Yeah, I would suggest, Glenn, that one of the things that we need in this nation is a kind of a re-education campaign on the rights of American citizens in serving on juries. You know, if I can harken back to the O.J. Simpson days, that jury, Johnny Cochran, in his closing argument, really almost made an outright explicit call and urge to just disregard the law and engage in nullification. And he was allowed to do that. We are handcuffed. In, so the jury goes in not knowing what authority they really possess. Uh, Paul, I I appreciate Steve. Thank you so much. Paul, we will uh, continue to pray for you all. Steve, when does it go back into court? Not until uh, July the 2nd is sentencing. So uh, we we don't get to commence our appeal and take it to the next level until after that. You guys are true heroes, Paul. Pass our um, respect on to um, everybody involved. Steve, keep up the fight, brother. Thank you so much, Glenn. Thomas Moore, you bet. ThomasMoreSociety.org is the uh, web address. Uh, if you want to help them, they always uh, are in need of contributions on people who want to help fund these kinds of cases. It's ThomasMoreSociety.org. ThomasMoreSociety.org. Standing up for what you believe in can be challenging at times, but there are basic things you can do that aren't really challenging. Things like buying from companies that you believe in and, uh, and believe the same things that you believe. 
We need to stick together now more than ever. And there is one company that is willing to stand with you in defense of liberty and religious freedom. And they've been doing it since 2012. It is Patriot Mobile, the only Christian conservative phone company, mobile phone company out there. It might be the only one in the world. On top of having everything you could possibly want in a mobile phone plan, one of the three major networks, Patriot Mobile, has your hand. It, the, you're on the three major networks. You can stop giving them your money, which they are working to go woke, uh, and give it to uh, Patriot Mobile, which is taking some of their profits and investing it in, honestly, like things like the Thomas More Society that is fighting for our rights. Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile, affordable plans for your budget, excellent coverage. In fact, the same coverage that you're getting now if you're on one of the big three and top-notch U.S.-based customer service. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT, PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. The following content identifies as a commercial. Isn't that lovely? The Glenn Beck Program. We'll be right back. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Glenn, the uh, wrap hoodie's flying off the shelves. Yeah, it's not yes. really a wrap no, hoodie, but it's I mean, not. No, it's that's the it way is. we're marketing it today. Yeah, it's a hoodie, uh, and. Um, and, you know, we have uh, T-shirts and everything else available at glenbeckmerch.com. It's the Sick Twisted Freak, brand new, soon to be a legend, and they are, they're flying off the shelves. They are flying off the shelves. And you better hurry if you want one because we have an unlimited number uh, of them available. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this could run out at any time. Yeah, with an unlimited number, the, yeah. The second demand dries up, these things will be gone. They're gone. So gone. you have to be when really— When somebody <laughs> says, I don't want to buy those anymore, I'm sick of looking at them, right. then they'll be gone. We won't be able and to— you won't print them. We won't print them again until there's some demand left. Okay, yeah, if someone else asks for one, we'll just <laughs> we'll print, print it up. One. But, but uh, until then— So very, very special, uh, Sick Twisted Freak uh, hoodies— uh, sweatshirts and T-shirts available now, and there there are several different several different ones. So you can see that uh, right now. I'm pretty excited, but they're actually really cool. Yeah, they are. Uh, I they like are. them. Uh, so uh, let's see. There's a couple of things here that I think uh, you know we we should probably mention. Um, according to Christopher Ray, the FBI director, the guy who just said um, we have terrorists here in the United States, and all of the warnings are flashing red. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He just said yesterday, China is preparing its legion of hackers to wreak havoc on critical U.S. infrastructure. So he said that. Yeah. So he said that yesterday, which I think he specifically said, and don't worry about it, American water treatment plants, the electric grid, oil and natural gas pipelines and transportation systems. But other than that, the bakeries are going to be okay. Oh, that's good. The bakeries are going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, unless they were waiting for a shipment of flour or something, because then, then then they'll be disrupted. But if the bakery is fully stocked, you'll get your donuts. That's great to hear. Yeah, that's yeah, great that to day. hear. Yeah. Everything should be um, Maybe, I, I don't know, maybe we should start working on those things, you know, a little harder. And it might be uh, a little easier if we're not just letting... I don't know, 10 million people across the border. It might be a little, I don't know, I'm an expert in Homeland Security, but 
we should probably get this one figured out pretty quickly. Mm. Uh, don't you think? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, you know, but although maybe we could take some time. You know, who yeah, wants we to got rush into anything? To do. We yeah. got a green energy. We got to break that. The Glenn Beck Program.